Why can't I do it yet? What is there to wait for? This should be done by now. <laughs> I should be having all these things by now. I should have that opportunity by now. I should have that relationship by now. I should have this car by now. I should have all these things by now. And we're so in this mindset of instant gratification that we forget that God is going to make us wait. He says, not yet. And we say, why? Good morning. Get up. God, you're going to have to guide my words. In Jesus name. Amen. So in the spring of 23, I was esteemed with the opportunity to be a lecturer of the 45th annual Youngstown State University English Festival. Now you're asking, why would a music education major be doing this? Well, for the specific topic and the specific book, they needed someone that was a musician to present the information. Maybe play a little bit, talk about the literature, and they decided to choose me. My professors who were contacted originally, they chose me and I was like, OK, thanks. I appreciate this opportunity. So the book that I was lecturing on is called Clayton Bird Goes Underground. This book, this book is for the middle school ages between sixth and eighth grade, maybe ninth grade even. And it was such an interesting read. It's about a kid that has a, such a strong desire to play the blues. But the beginning part of it is his grandfather telling him, hold on, not yet. So let me get you up to speed. I'm going to read a little bit of this. There is a character named Clayton Bird, which is obviously the kid on the front. But then there's Cool Papa Bird, which is the guitarist of this band called the Blues Men. Then there is Jack Rabbit Jones. Then there is Mike on bass and then Hector Santos on kit. And it's such an interesting start because they're playing a gig. They get through with three songs and now it's time to start playing another one. And Clayton is like, yeah, it's my turn now. So I'm going to start reading it right here. When rhythm and slow-burning funk cooked into the blues, Cool Papa Bird spoke saying, Deep and high, raspy and smooth. Trouble, don't you find me. Trouble, leave me alone. I said, trouble, keep your distance. Trouble, you better leave me alone. Every time I think I kicked you to the curb, trouble, I turn around and find you hanging on. The wave of whoops from the crowd raised up in the autumn air. It was like Cool Papa Bird said, happy people need blues to cry and sad people need blues to laugh. And while the crowd clapped, called out and boogied on that last song, Clayton found an opening to plead his case. His silver blues harp, the harmonica, wedged in his mouth, his head cocked towards Cool Papa Bird. Clayton Bird drew more air in then out asking when cool papa when when cool papa when when cool papa when when that last wind blew into three pleading notes instead of drowning out clayton's plea with the wah wah nita's full body cry that's a guitar cool papa answered back as only cool papa would cool 
clear, but sharp. Not yet, little man. Not yet. Then louder, I said, not yet, little man. Not yet. Softer. Not yet, little man. Not yet. Wait. Mm. The bluesmen smiled and played on. They'd heard this discussion between grandfather and grandson many times over. I got a question. Have you ever felt like you had the potential to do something, the power to do something, the perseverance to do something, and you were told not yet? Have you ever felt like you had the total potential to take on this certain opportunity and someone said, not yet? I could go even further and say, maybe you've been waiting on your family's healing and God may be saying to you, not yet. Maybe you're waiting on certain deliverance from something and he's saying, not yet. Wait, maybe he's trying to tell you not yet because you're asking about an opportunity and God, when do I get to do this? When will I get to do that? When will I get that job, Lord? When will I get that car? When will I get those finances? When will I get that opportunity? When will this happen for me? And he says, not yet. What do you do when you've been waiting all this time and you still get told, not yet? What do you do when someone spoke into your life, told you that you were going to be a leader, told you that you were going to be this great person that influences a bunch of people into the kingdom or or makes an impact in your community? What if someone told you that information and you're sitting around at your local grocery store working, sitting around at your local Dairy Queen working, at your local nutrition shop working, at your local hospital working? Like, God, I ain't making no type of, what, where am I at? And he says, not yet. You feel like you should be in that relationship right now, not yet. You feel like you should be in that business right now, not yet. You should be out of school by now. What if he said not yet? And the resent that you can feel from that not yet is unbearable. It feels so heavy because it's like, why not now? He said, not yet. That's the most irritating thing. <laughs> to be in a position where God tells you, uh-uh. Nah. Not yet. But I want to play this blues. I want to play this solo. I want to do this thing. Not yet. Not yet. And here it is. Our question is, why? Why can I do it yet? What is there to wait for? This should be done by now. <laughs> I should be having all these things by now. I should have that opportunity by now. I should have that relationship by now. I should have this car by now. I should have all these things by now. And we're so in this mindset of instant gratification that we forget that God is going to make us wait. He says, not yet. And we say, why? And this is what I believe his response is to you. I'm developing your story. 
what happens if you want a piece of cake, but it's still in the oven cooking? What happens when you want to drive your car, but it's still getting worked on in the shop? What happens when you release a song before it's done? Release a book before it's edited? Release something before it's completely finished? People are going to receive an unfinished product of what was supposed to be finished in a later season. And while you were so inconvenienced by the waiting that God had you in, now you have detrimented what people could have actually seen had you waited. Pull back. If God is telling you not yet, go with it. You can't skip the last part of the story. If God is developing your story, think about a movie. There's a plot, there's a narrative, there's a tragedy, then there's a, a fix it part. And what happens when you go from building up this plot, skip the tragedy, skip all the bad stuff, skip all the things that it took to get to the good part, and now you get straight to the good part. Wait a minute. Johnny got $25,000 to start his business. Where did this come from? Why did he get it? How did this happen? We did. We skipped the whole part where he went bankrupt. We skipped the whole part where he was homeless for three years and he didn't have a job to get back on his feet. We skipped the part where his whole family left him aside. We skipped the part where his wife and kids left him and went to Colorado and he in the middle of Ohio. We skipped that part. You can't skip a Hallmark movie without getting through that tough part. Huh? You can't skip a Hallmark movie. God is developing your story. And if you skip right to the end, you'll miss why you got to it. And I have a feeling that some of us have been trying to skip to the next part. There is no fast forward remote for your life. You have to be willing to go with God's not yet. Because he's still developing your story. God hit me with this. I'm going to take a pivot and be honest with you. God hit me with this yesterday. And he was like, I need you to talk about this like soon, tomorrow. I'm like, God, I ain't even ready to like talk about it. Like, what do you mean? Like, and he says, because your heart has been prideful because you're not getting the opportunities you think you need right now. You've been getting prideful because it's like, when is my turn coming? When do I get the chance? When do I get the opportunity? When do I get to be up there and doing these things and doing that? When do I get that? That's where my mind and heart has been. And he's like, wait a minute. Not yet. <sighs> Lord, what you mean? Not yet. Not yet. And he said, I want you to look at this story. Turn your Bibles to 1 Samuel 16, 10 through 13. I'm going to read an NIV version. Jesse had seven sons pass before Samuel. But Samuel said to him, the Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? They're still the youngest, Jesse answered. He's tending the sheep, Samuel said. Send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and had him brought in. 
He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, Rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. Hello. And from that day, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully on David. Samuel then went to Ramah. Let's deal with this text. David was called from the field, from the sheep, when he was asked to be anointed as king. My question to you is, have you ignored the assignment that God has you in right now? This area where David is in, he's tending the sheep. This is where we see Psalms 23 develop. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. We see that story develop, but it's in his obedience to the assignment that he has. He's not out here feeling resentful about taking care of these sheep. He's fighting off bears. He's fighting off lions. He's taking care of these sheep. He's providing for them. He's protecting them. And he's playing the harp to them because next chapter he gets called to do that. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But are you being obedient in the assignment that God has you in right now? Why would you negate what you're doing now? See, if David was anointed to be king, he's going to be king over people. And being a shepherd over sheep is transferable information to go to being a king over people. Are you taking care of your sheep or are you leaving them by the wayside because you don't like it? Are you taking care of that small group that you're leading? Are you taking care of that young adult group that you're leading? Are you taking care of the classroom that you're teaching? Are you taking care of those music students that you're instructing? Are you taking care of those Bible studies that you've been doing? Are you taking care of yourself? David came from the field. He came from being obedient in the last season and God called him. And now we get a picture of a man that stayed obedient in each and every season that God had him in before that that one thing that he wanted to do, that one thing that God called him to do and God anointed him to do and God purposed him to do. But he was obedient in every other season. Let's back up. Are we obedient in every other season? Before we get to that season, that place, some of you are called to be ministers and preachers and leaders. Are you going to be obedient in the small assignments that God gave you? Some of you are called to be singers and artists and musicians and different teachers and all these great things. But are you going to be obedient in the small things that God gave you? What if God gave you a small classroom to teach? God, I want to I want to teach the conferences and I want to do the like the the church services, but you won't be obedient with the small seven people in the Bible study. Why would he give you that? My Bible says that if you're faithful with the few, he'll make you ruler over many things. <sighs> Have we been faithful with the few? 
Second thing we can pull from this text is. <laughs> are you so upset that it isn't your turn because you feel overlooked? What happens when people choose someone else over you or look at someone else over you? What happens when your family starts pointing out other people over you and it's like they don't see the potential in you? What happens when your life is trying to get manipulated by someone else because they see the potential in you and they don't want to pour into it? Are you resentful that it's not your turn yet because of what other people have seen and what other people have done toward you? David was overlooked. All seven of his brothers were passed by Samuel. And Sam said, uh, you got any more kids? Because the Lord won't let me leave here until I anoint one of your kids. You got any more? Jesse like, well, there's one in the back, but like, you don't want him. What do you mean you don't want him? We're so used to looking at the outward appearance and who looks the part and who can dress the part and who can act the part and who can speak the part. But we don't look at the heart. Because in the times of trouble, it's that heart that's going to save the people that's that they're leading in the times of trouble. It's that heart that's going to keep those people from going astray. David had a heart for those sheep. You know how he had a heart because he went and fought lions and bears over these sheep. What are we doing in our assignment? that is developing us for the next assignment. That's my third question. Will you go back to your assignment? This specific structure of the text says that David was called from the field, he got anointed, and then we find out he went back to the field. Come in, you're going to be anointed as the next king of Israel. Bloop, all the oil, go back. And you could easily feel resentful that, God, why am I not there right now? God, why am I not there right now? And you could tie this not yet theory into so many different things. Why hasn't this situation in my family worked out now? God, why hasn't this finance issue worked out now? God, why isn't this thing working out now? And he said, not yet. Why? Because he's developing your story. We would have never figured out how you got to that place had you not had a testimony. There's old people used to say I could have been dead and gone sleeping in my grave could have been how somebody tried to kill me got in an accident somewhere did all these crazy things and I was doing something stupid and I shouldn't have been doing it and I'm not it's, it's all these different factors that play into your testimony but you want to skip that part so you can get to the miracle uh, that don't make any type of sense. 
why would you skip your testimony and the story that God is developing to try to appease your flesh? God wants you to pull back and submit to his not yet. So it's hard to do that. It's difficult. It feels tough because most of us are ambitious and we want things to be done now. But here's my encouragement for you of how you get through this. James 1, 2 through 3 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face various trials. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. But let perseverance have her perfect work. So that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything, combining versions. Another version says, but let patience have her perfect work. When God tells you not yet, you got to be patient with it because it's an inconvenience to you, not him. God, why I got to wait? Uh-uh, pull back. Be patient and allow him to develop the story because if you get your hand on the story, the story going to go left and then you're not going to get to where you need to go. The next thing you need to do is trust God. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And then one version says, in all your ways, submit to him and he'll make your path straight. I believe that the unknown belongs to God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The unseen part is his responsibility. My responsibility is to have faith that he's going to work it out. These are my favorite verses right here. James 4.10 says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Then the next set of verses say in 1 Peter 5, 6 through 7, therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God and he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. The only way you're going to go up, the only way you're going to get to wherever there is, is when you humble yourself and give that desire to him. Give that care to him. Give that worry to him. Give that stress to him. Because if you don't give that stress to him, if you don't give that pressure, that mind, whatever's going on in here, you don't give it to him. You're prideful for holding on to it. And you're going to keep going down because you keep lifting yourself up. But what happens when we pull back, when we get down, when we give him our issues? He's going to work it out. And guess what? You're going to get to that place. But right now, he says, not yet. So what do you need to do while you're waiting on him to get you to that place that you're trying to go to? You have to be patient. You have to trust him and you have to be humble because in due time, he will exalt you. Good morning and thank you for tuning in to Morning Cup of Wisdom podcast. The world is raising up teachers for themselves and leading each other into a ditch 
But this podcast is built to put itching cream on your ears, telling you what you need to hear and not what you want to hear. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you love, share, and follow Jesus. Jesus Christ is the Son of God who came into the world not to condemn the world, but to save the world through dying on the cross for our sins so that we can have eternal life in heaven. When we repent, we get access to that life and access to help in this one. If you want to follow Jesus, here's how you start. Repeat after me. I believe that Jesus is Lord. I believe that Jesus died and rose from the grave for my sin. I receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, I repent and turn towards you. If you really believe that, you are saved. If you want to keep growing in your connection to God, make sure you like, share, and follow Morning Cup of Wisdom on the various platforms listed in the description. Until next time, I hope you have a good morning.